Good evening, listeners, and thank you for listening to the first ever NCCES podcast, and that stands for the North Carolina Cooperative Extension Service, and our mission here is uh, to partner with communities to deliver education and technology that enriches the lives, land, and economy of you, North Carolinians. Uh, Basically, what we do is, uh, outside of that, is we'll go and we'll visit farming uh, areas, we'll visit different schools to uh, and uh, we'll educate the students there and utilize the 4-H programs that we have here in North Carolina. And while we're at the farms, we'll, we'll do some research on maybe whether it's the soils or crops and, and see however we can help the farmers at all. We, we try to do our best to, do, to use the knowledge we have and the researches we have to, to bring the farmers the best information we can to give them the best harvest. And now it's time for Can You Smell What the Extension Service is Cooking. On July 14th, it's the first annual Precision of Agriculture Workshop. That is short for Paul. We'll have several of the top uh, companies coming in, and I, I'm very excited for that. That should be something that uh, all those farming around here, all those interested in farming, uh, it's free. It's, we'll have lunch provided for you. All you do is need to come out to the Union County Center that's just off of 74 on Preston Road, uh, right next to the uh, Cooperative Sentence Service uh, offices. And uh, ask you to just come by and just take a visit. Uh, it's, it'll be a great time, great people, great uh, commu- uh, companies to learn from, and a great opportunity to just broaden your horizons. On uh, August 6th, there'll be the Union County Cooperative Extension Farm Tour, and this is also a first thing we're going to try out here in Union County. What we're going to do is we're going to basically set a Saturday where we say, uh, okay, everybody, let's come to the this all base up at the Union County offices, and then we're going to split up. And we're going to kind of venture out and, and go to about four or five different farms around the Union County and just those who are maybe are up and coming so you can see how one develops in farming. Or maybe if you're one of those that are looking to see how you can better your farm, we'll take you to one of those who are one of the leaders in farming here in Union County and we take you there and so you can learn from them. Um, some community news here at Richardson Creek Community Garden, just out at, at New Salem, uh, northern part of Union County. Uh, basically just erected not not longer than about a month ago and uh, one thing they wanted me wanted us to to present to y'all is the dream summer program and what that stands for is a uh, diversity respect uh, enthusiasm attitude and mentorship and basically what they're striving towards here is uh, to bring Union County together as a family while but also while doing that to educate them on ac- the importance of agriculture and uh, just give them the traits and the building blocks to become the men and women that we would desire them to be uh, in, in the future and to realize that these are going to be our future leaders. As, as we've been told in different uh, sermons in church or different lectures in school, uh, the kids are, are present day. The kids are now. They're not the future. They are now. The kids have power. We need to educate these kids as much as we possibly can uh, because if you take the time to listen, not only to the elderly who are wise and your teachers, but if you listen to those who you may believe are innocent and naive as kids, you actually will learn more from them than you than you come into thinking you would. Uh, so thank you, Richardson Creek Community Garden, for putting that on. And uh, now we go into our thoughts for the table for the bigger portion of this podcast. And uh, one thing I want you to think about is uh, how are we going to feed the world in 2050? And why do you why do you say 2050? You ask. Well, by the year 2050. There will be 9.1 billion people on this earth. And in comparison, right now we have about 6.8 billion people. That's an extra 3.3, two correction please, 2.3 billion people on the earth. And that is just, 
if you think about it, to take a whole extra third of people currently, stack it on top of the people now, and then that's the amount of people. It's just it's really hard to fathom right now. But uh, obviously, this is one of the problems that we're going to have to be facing. Uh, is how are we going to feed all these people? Obviously, that that there there's people right now that while we're eating well and while we're eating full nourished meals, there's uh, the harshness reality that some people in this world don't have the luxury of a knowing they have a meal every single day. That's always we're going to have to always combat that issue and and figure out how we're going to tackle that issue. But uh, one thing we need to do is is think about how we're going to feed everybody, of course. And uh, the thing with the combat is we're going to have all these people. However, we're not going to be able to utilize any more land than what we have right now. Uh, we're going to have to be using at least the same land, if not less land than what we have now to to grow all these crops and harvest all these crops. Um, so a couple of things uh, that just from research that I'd like to to put in your minds of maybe some possible solutions and things that you could go and venture and do some research on yourself uh, to see what you think about this. Uh, first solution is GMOs. And I understand this is a touchy subject about uh, genetically modified or organisms and whether they have certain harsh impacts on people and uh, what that does to what effects they have on people and what the different effects they have on the animals that results in the meat that we eat and gets into our system. However, if you look into it, there's really not as much impact as you believe there is on your health from the GMOs. Uh, I mean, just the impact that, that they have from these uh, drought-resistant crops, these drought-resistant soybean crops that are growing right outside our uh, offices here. And right outside here, we haven't gotten but maybe about an inch of rain this entire month. And they they're already growing up. It's just like they any bit of water they can, they soak it up and they... It's just insane the knowledge and the research and development we have out here. And uh, we need to take advantage of that. And going off of the research and development, precision agriculture, the usage of these new drones coming out, the usage of the technology we have where you can literally set, set up a tripod in the middle of the field and observe and do some soil analysis, do some soil science, figure out what you need to add, basically have your own soil uh, sample out there off the top based off of uh, previous records and uh, we could also look at your water like how much water does it need to intake how much water does uh, are you over intaking and we could also use that to predict the weather forecast and and that's about maybe the current currently the weather forecast would be about 36 hours prior so that weather forget weather forecast you would get you could say Okay, well, hey, I can or I can't cut this wheat today. Or, hey, I can or I can't plant today. Uh, it's just these advances in agriculture is just great that we need to be utilizing, need to be taken advantage of uh, because obviously these, uh, these resources are coming to a, to a close. So we need to figure out how we can maximize our usage of the minimum resources we have. The next uh, solution I have is community or local or home gardens. And, for example, the Richardson Creek Community Garden, that just popped up. Uh, what the benefits they have is for community gardens. That's a place where maybe some people who either one don't have the time a day during for their work schedule, or uh, it or some for some reason they don't have the time to grow a garden, or also for those who are retired and looking for things to do, looking to get more involved with the community, it gives them an opportunity to provide uh, crops and to provide harvest for the local community, and maybe even provide for the homeless shelter and for other communities who really desperately need food. Uh, 
also going into local schools or home gardens. I mean, just basically anybody and everybody who has a space to grow a garden is you can grow a garden in the smallest spaces if you really want to. And I think we need to take advantage of that. Take advantage of the benefits we have right now, the climate control we have. Uh, we're lucky to have here. If you go into uh, underdeveloped countries, I mean, it's just it's crazy the lifestyles they're living in, and even the low scale people in America could be, is considered high scale on the other side of the world. So we need to be thankful for what we have. Need to be utilizing the resources that we're offered today. Next solution I have is more for like uh, urban areas, but rooftop greenhouses. You see, we, we fly over these buildings, we drive through Charlotte, we see all these huge skyscrapers, you go up uh, up north to New York and you see all the skyscrapers there, then you go over to San Diego and you see all the skyscrapers there, but what you don't see other than the helicopter pads and uh, is you just don't see anything green, it's just all concrete, all bricks, all concrete, it's just, it's a bunch of runoff when you think of it, I mean, the department and uh transportation to do a great job of uh, funneling the water through the uh, basins and through the creeks and rivers and filtering those out the, the right way and uh, thank you Department of Transportation what y'all do um, but what we need to do is we need to figure out a way to utilize that rainfall that we're getting on the roof because obviously you're getting rain on the roof what we should be be using every single resource we can that is one way I think that urban areas could help us out and, and utilize their resources uh, to help out with this population crisis we're going to have. Uh, so with all that thoughts for the table, for the dinner table, I want to move into our uh, kind of concluding is a quote for the boat. And this is a quote by President Thomas Jefferson. Agriculture is our wisest pursuit because it will in the end contribute most to real wealth, good morals, and happiness. Thank you, President Thomas Jefferson. I wish you were still here to talk to us, but maybe we'll we'll see you someday, and we'll be able to talk to you. And just thank for your for that wisdom, and I just asked you to think about that, and uh, just instill that kind of knowledge in your children, uh, install those kind of mentors in your children, and uh, those around you, so we can come closer as a community and work together to solve these uh, solve these issues we're having. Uh, so our parting thanks. Uh, we want to thank North Carolina State University. North Carolina AT&T, and all the land-grade universities, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, North Carolina County governments, uh, the county extension offices who do our work and, and help run us the show. I also want to help the local farmers, whether you're a small farmer that maybe has just a couple head of cow or you have a couple crops around your home that you let, allow us to do soil samples with, or whether you own 100 to 500 acres of farming that you spend your entire lifestyle doing and you rely on us for your livelihood. We just really appreciate everything y'all do uh, for this community and for this world and feeding this world and, and clothing this world. And just thank you again for all you do. And lastly, we just want to thank you, the listener, for giving us the opportunity to talk to you and speak to you and hopefully impart some wisdom that you can take with you in the future. And we hope to be seeing you on our Second annual uh, Cooperative Extension Agency, uh, Cooperative Extension Service podcast that'll be coming up next month. Uh, just uh, we'll be we'll be in touch and just ask you to have a good one and take care. All right, bye bye.